What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's Zach. I'm Zach, and I'm popping in here real quick with a very fun announcement. But first, a quick story. You know, when me and Joe and Justin, Luke and Thomas decided to make this show, we had a silly little conversation about our pipe dreams for PTBP. And my deepest, sincerest hope was that someone out there would draw a character or a scene that came from our brains and well, now there are more of you listening than I ever thought would would happen, and the illustrations and the sketches that y'all have posted have not only blown us away, but they've helped us see these stories we've told through your perspectives, which is absolutely one of the coolest parts of this whole wild wonder of a situation that we're all in together. So, with all that being said, we're going to do a fan art contest drawing here in season two it's a contest because we're going to pick a contest winner and it's a drawing because every entry has an equal shot to win the drawing and it's a drawing because of the 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 drawing and i'm sorry for that what i just did so to make it up for you we'll do two drawings in each of the two Winners from the drawing drawings will receive any one item from the Pretending to Be People merch store. You want a shirt, a hat, a fanny pack, even a beach towel? Take your pick if you win, and you can win, maybe, if you give it a go. Speaking of winning, the contest winner will receive any three items from the Pretending to Be People merch store. You want a shirt, a hat, and a beach towel? You want three fanny packs? Do whatever you want. Okay. Also, for this here contest slash drawing, we're going to go ahead and say, let's keep it to stuff created by your brain and your hands without the use of AIs. Pretty wild times that we're specifying that, right? Yeah, but, uh, you know, also go buck wild on the medium itself if you want. I don't know. Uh, draw and illustrate. Of course, we fucking love that shit. But feel free to write some fanfic or do a sculpture, choreograph and produce and film a flash mob or whatever your heart desires. We're super stoked to see whatever you come up with. And when you're ready to enter the contest slash drawing, head on over to reddit.com slash pretending to be people and find the pin thread at the top. All right, last thing. For additional entries in the giveaway, you can post your entry on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you tag at PretendingPod and do the hashtag PTBPContest2. So tag us and hashtag PTBPContest2. And we're not going to put a limit on the number of works you can submit, so go off if you feel like it. All right, that's it for me. Fan art contest slash giveaway, no AI, any medium on the subreddit, additional entries for social posts. And seriously, thank you all so much for listening to our show. We love making it for y'all. And I love passing it out on to Wolf the Dog. Howdy do to you and you. It's me, Wolf the Dog, the DJ of this space and time. The number's 694.2 PTBP. Well now, those are the very nice numbers of our radio station. And the letters are okay too, I guess. And your sweet, sweet ears. Why, they are here for us to seep into audio-wise. As per usual, we got us a brand new Howlin' with Wolf. God damn. Y'all must really, really like what we're doing here. This here Howlin' with Wolf is from Lydia in New York, who tweeted about the show and tagged at PretendingPod. The nicest thing any Lydia from New York has done for old Wolfie. And you can too. Lydia from New York writes, Greetings. I'm just writing to ask for some quick advice. I I think I'm being brainwashed. Every day I wake up and I can't help but tune in to 694.2 PTBP. And throughout the day I can't stop listening to pretending to be people. Between classes and all of my free time I spend listening to the Contention PD even though they act pretty stupid and are horrible officers. 
It's entertaining to hear them scramble around like lost pups trying to find a solution. Am I being brainwashed by PTBP? Well, greetings to you too, Lydia from New York. I would never advocate for something that is trying to wash those little nasty brain beans y'all have. I, however, legally am not allowed to say that we are not doing some mind manipulation of some sort. Listen, I just know that sometimes when my voice reaches certain frequencies and vibrations, it can produce certain effects, certain behaviors. Now, if you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, tag at PretendingPod on Instagram. Tag at PretendingPod on Twitter. Tag Pretending to be People on Facebook. Or write up a five-star review on the podcast app of your choice and make sure I hears about it. And if you want to support the show financially, in exchange for a bunch of bonus episodes, I know a guy who can help you get the goods over at patreon.com slash pre tending pod we've also got some real fun merch like a splashylvania beach towel to show your friends that you really are truly invested in that weird show you keep telling them about maybe if they see your financial dedication they'll finally check it out and you'll have someone to talk to about julius killing his uncle like what the what was that freaking mess but if your friends are afraid to jump into these murky waters Join other messy freaks like yourself in the Discord and subreddit. The links to all these delightful destinations and more? Well, my nasty friends, the links are in the show notes. Turning now from informing to selling, it is time for the news. Last time, Dr. Murray sewed up Julius' shoulder and then whipped out a device similar to the futuristic tech the Can Crew saw in Goddle's Gorge to finish up the job. Beck got another top-op while it was around. Stevie shared some Reddit articles showing unnaturally smooth holes popping up, or down rather, all over the world. Unable to piece together the puzzle, they decided to wait for the Reddit nerds to figure out where God will strike next. And after hearing about Dr. Murray's wild night at the zeitgeist, the gang is planning on checking out the scene before calling it a night. It's been a long day and a long night, and it could get longer at any moment. Taking us now to the 30th episode here in season two of Pretending to be People, it's Alter Girl with My Life is Great and It's All My Fault. Thirty seconds of sound, please. The Luke Ginneman story. It sounded like I said thirty seconds of silence, please, and then you said the Luke Ginneman story. <laughs> he said got, but I was thinking if I see a cop, I kill him. The Luke Ginneman story. Ginneman story. The Luke gig again. The Luke Digimon story. He it over and over. Luke loves Quagmire. Luke Gintigam. We call him the Giggity Man. <laughs> I do like 30 seconds of silence, please. <laughs> well, gonna, yeah, that's what you're going to call your memoir about raising your kids someday. <laughs> I hope it sells well. I do too. Thomas thinks you're going to have loud kids. Probably. No, I just think you're going to write hack comedy about them. <laughs> it's unfortunately a horror story. It's... <laughs> Take my wife, please. Kinnaman <laughs> 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 memoirs, part two. Back in my day... That's how all the jokes start. Every single one? Mm-hmm. You used to be able to. Uh-oh. Yep, you fill the last part in. <laughs> Call someone on a payphone. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. True, yeah. That's hard to do now. C-O-L-L-E-C-T. Dial down the middle. 
Bob, she had a baby, it's a boy. Bob, she had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> um, didn't Alf do collect calls? <laughs> I'm Alf, and Colin Collect is out of this world. And I think he eats cats or something. I believe so. <laughs> it was uh, Paul Reiser, too. I remember the Paul Reiser 1-800-C-O-L-L-E-C-T. I'm mad about Colin Collect. Yup. Is that really what it was? I Maybe. <laughs> I was young enough that I knew him from that show, so maybe I'm just filling in those blanks. I don't know who Paul Reiser is. He's the guy from Mad About You. I don't know what Mad About You is. And a bunch of other stuff. He's actually a really Paul Reiser's funny in comedian. It? Helen Hunt was Mad About You, wasn't she? I don't think yeah. you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cal Colorado, and I'm standing outside the zeitgeist. Once the city's pride and joy, our sparkling spire, now a decrepit needle of shame, poking our skyline in the eye and popping our civic pride. Last night, we're told, something very strange happened here. The gops won't look into it, so we will. Follow me. And we're out. Dude, good one, Cal. Thanks, Beck. And uh, Cal gets kind of a distant look in his eyes. And uh, Take My Breath Away starts playing as the camera pans up from the parking lot to the restaurant level of the zeitgeist. And text over the screen says, August 1987. Everyone's on Coke except for Cal Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't notice because he only has eyes for um, Virginia, uh, his fiance, whose last name I haven't made up. Wolf. Virginia Wolf. (laughs) Wait, Virginia Wolf the dog. Whoa, Whoa, dude, because that's from our podcast. It is from our podcast. (laughs) What about Virginia Wolf the dog, the bounty hunter? (laughs) He's he's what sitting across <laughs> Virginia Wolf the dog the bounty the hunter Biden. Oh, <laughs> so you're sitting there with Virginia Wolf the dog the bounty hunter Biden, and Cal sitting across from the love of his life, Virginia McIntyre. <laughs> She's wearing a. Uh, a tan like power suit and her hair is fucking huge and so are our people's because she's on coke too cal is sweating fucking bullets because he's coming down from coke (laughs) (laughs) uh because he's about to ask her to marry him and he's about to say virginia uh do you remember our first date here uh when something catches his eye in the parking lot and we flash back down to the present day and uh, Cal kind of like shakes himself out of it. And he says, uh, yeah, th- thanks, Beck. Uh, let's kind of do this one, you know, loose and live. Almost like we're investigative war reporters. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like on cops. Yeah, like we're like we're cops. I don't know if I have the stamina as like one of those guys, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep up. Have one of those energy drinks. Give me one of those energy <laughs> drinks, too. Whoa. Cal, are you sure? He kind of like sniffs and his eyes get a hazy far away look and he's like yeah something about this place just it's late I need a I need a pep me up a little kick sure here you go the sound of the can opening uh, like Pavlov reaction in Julius and he just reaches his hand out for an energy drink I pass him one <laughs> chugs it throws it over his shoulder and takes a look Cal takes like two careful sips out of his and then passes the rest to you, <laughs> Julius. Julius is double fist in energy drink. Single he's fist thinking, and you just threw the other one over your shoulder. Yeah, Stevie already picked it up and tossed it in the recycling. Okay, he's <laughs> sipping on this one. And you all see, um, or we see, Beck Wilder, Cal Colorado, Julius Summers, Stevie Goddle approaching the zeitgeist. Up from where they did the spot in the parking lot with the sight guys up in the background. Cal Colorado, strong in the foreground. It's a hazy night. Late, late, heavy, humid summer night. The air is thick with the humidity and the presence of what happened here. As you walk up, Beck directs his camera at some holes that have been dug in the ground recently as of last night seemingly looks like it's been covered back back are you getting this it's it's holes 
Yes, I, I, they're 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 not they're not all that smooth. What's that in there? Disturbed dirt. Get the camera on that. Zooms in. Julius, Julius, pick that up. Yeah, Julius hops and grabs. There's a, a Bigfoot stuffy. <laughs> Julius, what have you got? It's uh, like a carnival toy. It's a goddamn Bigfoot. You see another one strewn on the ground nearby. There's a small one. Julius, like you do like. X-Files type stuff, is is this a clue? Are these real? I'd say it's probably a clue. Have you seen a Bigfoot, Julius? Julius shrugs. Holy shit, have you seen a Bigfoot? Julius, have you seen a fucking Bigfoot? Uh, Don't. No, no, but I heard about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, never mind, never mind that. Look, it looks like the door's been forced open recently. Can I get a SIGINT roll? Actually, sorry, real quick. I, I'm going to ignore what I just said, and so are you. Sorry, you were saying the door was ajar? The door is ajar. So we better find a lid for it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Good one, Cal. Thanks, thanks. Still got it. Even <laughs> late at night, as each of you is starting to feel the wear and tear of exhaustion and uh, got that energy drink baby multiple days the energy drink is keeping you going and it is the only thing currently keeping you from rolling at a disadvantage it may make it more difficult to sleep tonight uh Julius do you have any more of that that one I passed over to you he hands it back three sips is enough for Cal Colorado's <laughs> delicate <laughs> ecosystem <you>. <laughs> Do you remember that show Parks and Recreation? With the life of man, Chris Trigger. <laughs> Seldom have I related to a character more on TV. I like that show. It was just nice. Julius pulls his gun out and is going to like SWAT style enter this building. <laughs> uh, this is the first time that Beck and Cal have seen you in this mode. And Stevie too is kind of in a worrisome, confused excitement. As uh, they look over at you, yeah, Cal's Cal's kind of freaked, and he's like, uh, "Don't, don't, don't worry, viewers at home." Uh, Julius is our segment producer, as you know. He's he's relying on some training he had before he came to uh, to Can, and and we're really, you know, sorry to say, strange things are happening. We've got to put the action in City Action News. We're gonna follow him inside the Zeitgeist. Julius clears the first room and starts up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> As Cal falls behind him, he kind of like glances over at this uh, like abandoned um, reception desk and the colors go like pink and electric blue. And uh, and you see a very a much younger Cal Colorado like arguing with this <laughs> this host. <laughs> and he's like, no, I, I specifically said I specifically said 630 for Friday evening. Cal Colorado, you must have it. You bet- yeah, so you, I you know- am not sure we currently have that. No, but you. I made this weeks ago. It's it's dreadfully important. And to- you said your name was Colorado. Yes, Colorado. Colorado, Cal Colorado. I'm sorry. I don't usually yell. But well, I'm, I'm going to ask the woman I love very dearly to marry me tonight. What is that worth to you, sir? Everything. I'm willing to spend my life with her. He kind of holds out his hand expectingly. Oh. Oh. Okay. Cal pulls out his wallet and gives you like 150 bucks in 1987 dollars. Oh. Just make sure it's a good table. She'll be here any minute. And Cal kind of like chuckles to himself in the present. (laughs) Walks back up the stairs. He's going up the stairs. <laughs> Bick uh, has a big floodlight on top of the camera at this point. And you are showing the raggedy ass, like paint chipped walls of this stairway as you make your way up to the very top. Uh, yeah, each floor even has like a, a number on it, and some of the numbers are like peeling off. Julius on the way up points out Julius. Summers, uh, like scratched into the wall, um, but he knows that he did that a few days ago. But kind of pointing it out, like, "Look, hey, I've been here before." <laughs> you were here a few days ago. He doesn't say that out loud. Julius, this looks like it was 
scratched into these walls just a few days ago. Super fresh. Uh, Julius like motions like shh because he's uh, doing combat business. <laughs> yeah, Cal, quiet. He's doing combat business. You're you're right. You're right. And uh, Julius proceeds to clear the rest of the staircase. Is it is it all clear? All clear. It's all clear. It's all clear. Julius, this looks pretty fresh. Just a few days old. Why were you here recently? It's from a long time ago. What, what do you think, Beck? It's dated. It's three oh. days ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, just one of those crazy coincidences. I wrote the first date I could think of <laughs> way back when. That's wild that I'm here very close to that date. Not exactly on that date, though. Uh, Julius, I don't think we believe you. <sighs> I mean, I guess you guys are in this now. I might as well not lie. Yeah, I was here. This is where me and X meet up to uh, talk business. Did you know about what happened here? No. I, I was here three days ago. This happened last night. Still, it's a troubling connection, I must say. It is weird that, like, this is your secret place, but, like, a lot of not very secret stuff. You or- think everywhere I go just has dead bodies? <laughs> <laughs> a l- a lot of the places I've been with you have. It wasn't yeah. me. I cut. I don't mutilate the bodies. It's not about that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's not about that. What's it about? I didn't do it. I, I believe you, but did you have any hand in setting it up? I don't know anything about it. I am genuinely want to know. I'm trying to find out. Same thing you guys are. Do you remember if you picked this as your meeting place, or did X me- pick this as your meeting place? We always meet at the tallest point wherever we are. Hmm. Impractical. Hey, for everybody else, it's impractical, too, so there's not a lot of people. <laughs> there aren't Smart. any uh, eight-story buildings in this neighborhood in the city. <laughs> Those are on the other side of the river. That's right. Where we are is relative, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I get it. Your 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 general locale, right? Your immediate. It's vicinity. tall. It's the tallest thing around. Sure, and sure. it looks cool. It's got Zeitgeist is the name. Her, you know, it worked out. Well, I guess also if you're like if you're not as close as you thought you were, maybe, and you're at the top of the Zeitgeist, and X is at the top of the next nearest building in her vicinity, you could probably like shout it out or at least wave to each other. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. If it ever doesn't work out that way, you know, you could you could keep that in mind. Yeah, or you guys could just talk at home. Well, no, because who knows, you know? Do oh, so you guys yeah, only talk in, like, your attic, the higher on the roof? <laughs> no, we don't. I mean, we don't really interact too much. I, I don't really know her that well. I just met her on this uh, assignment. <laughs> you should say online. <laughs> yeah, I did too. <laughs> well, I mean, I met her online when I was introduced by our boss, but... Who's your boss? X. You know, for now. Who introduced you? It doesn't matter. And he looks super sad. <laughs> and he uh, kind of just walks away and is going to look around. Beck, did you get his sadness? I saw that. Did you? Did you? Was it framed well? Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll have to ask him about that. <laughs> you guys are whispering to each other in this dilapidated room that Cal still sees through his eyes here and there and it's former glory but now is as we've seen before you know windows are busted out and the bar is just like overrun with like moss and age has clearly um, taken its toll even more intensely now that nature has made its way into this abandoned structure I need you guys to roll sig int. Pass. A 77 on a 60. Well, hold on. I have a zero, but you still roll for crits, right? Yeah. I got a 69. Holy fucking shit. And I passed. Which is always a success. Yeah, we've got a big crit. We've got a crit fail. And then we've got a pass. A pass. Yeah, Cal's eyes are darting across this room and he hasn't he hasn't been here like since it shut down and his memory of it is so vivid. This day was so important to him. He can easily see like all these 
these things he remembers and they're, you know, broken and turned over. And you walk over to the like beautiful window booth that you sat in, the best seat in the house. And as you approach it, when you look down, you're standing next to Julia Summers and the two of you are looking down directly into the spot where there are holes covering the ground that have been excavated and refilled and each of you is familiar with braille for one reason or another and you quickly surmise the code punched into the ground number sign h c f which you know means I have literally no idea. Well, you don't because okay. you just passed. <laughs> <laughs> you you put it together. You're like, number HCF, huh? Yeah. And Cal with the 69, you know that Braille num- numerical values. The numbers. 836. 836. Bex over on the opposite side of the room filming a dripping pipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting Cal's- some good footage over here, guys. Beck, uh, Beck, come over here a moment. Uh, no, hang Julie- on. I want to get some more of this. Hang on. No, you've got to see these holes. you got to see this pipe. It is dripping. <laughs> Beckith, come film this. Uh, all right. Okay. Here if I, I come. Could, if I could feel that with my thumb, I would know what it said. No, no, no. Uh, Julius, <laughs> I, I did a three-part series where I lived as a blind homeless man on the streets of the city. I remember that. Yeah, I learned Braille. <laughs> it says... HCF. I think I gave you money at some point when you did that. <laughs> oh, I didn't wow. know it was you. Well, I'm glad you were really one of the good. ones who gave me money instead of beating me up Julie and taking that money. Julius thinks really hard to see if he which one he did. <laughs> but uh, look, Julius, it's it's the letters HCF, but there's a pound sign, a number <gasps> sign in front of it. Eight three six. It says eight three six. How'd you do that so fast? <laughs> I can I can read Braille. I, just I know, to, but I just have to feel it. <laughs> But how'd you convert it alphanumerically so quickly? <laughs> you don't know everything about me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. I guess not. You, you contain great depths, Julius Summers. <laughs> Cal and the other two. Roll grip. Cal and the rest. Uh, pass, but why? Uh, I do not pass. A crit fail begets a... Crit success. Ooh. It's an 11. Hey, nice. I didn't pass. Uh, okay, uh, Julius, you're going to lose one as this number has shown up once more in your lives. And you are having a harder and harder time keeping a grip on reality when there's clearly some sort of numerical value that is like following you. Beck. This only strengthens your resolve once again. Woo, I think you I should feel good. gain one grip. Ooh. And Cal, you recognize it. How is this number continuing to show up? It's pretty straightforward. It's a Gobblecorp conspiracy. The number is significant to them in some way. Perhaps it's... Stevie. Yeah. Does the numbers 836 mean anything to you? Uh... No. What was your grandfather's birthday? August 36th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's it. <laughs> Why is that weird? <laughs> was that a real answer? No. <laughs> no, I was doing it. I was doing a joke. Did you Yeah, that was, that's a pretty good joke, Stevie. Thanks. Julius is going to Google 836 do it and then 836 conspiracy and then google do it again <laughs> do you know what the first thing that comes up is is it the transcripts <laughs> oh my god <laughs> is, that what, a- is that what's happening <laughs> <laughs> that is not the first thing that comes up when i google it <laughs> For me, it's Thompson Reuters Practical Law. It says 5A836, Conspiracy to Murder. Oh, that's my third one. So uh, <laughs> Julius does that, and then it t- puts his phone back in his pocket. Uh, it was a leap year. Is that anything? What was? No, no I don't think so. 836. Eight like I meant D-C-C-C-C-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X-X
Yeah, no, I, I don't even know my grandpa's birthday. Like, do you know your grandpa's birthday? Yes, July 4th, 1905. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I mean, I, I just don't, I guess. I, I know I know my dad's birthday. What's your dad's birthday? October. August 30th. August 30th. August 36th. Julius text X A36 mean anything? It's a good text. Good text game. <laughs> let me let me let me get a search roll while you guys are up here since you're since you're up here. Uh oh yeah. Looking down Pass. around at the beautiful sights below. Yeah, so Cal spots whatever it is with ease. With a 21 on a 60. Fuck yeah. What do we got? I did not pass a 58 on a 40. Once again, back just distracted by the drip. A mouse just went by. <laughs> I am chasing what, it. In, in a crazy outfit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the drip. The I drip. get it. And uh, Luke, <laughs> how did Julius 13, do? 13 on 70. The two of you see a, a glint in the moonlight hidden under some brush, a little bit into kind of the thick of the tree line, past where people would hang out. They're, uh, you know, they're like picnic tables and stuff about. Of course, those are gross and old too, but a little bit further in where one might get ticks. I'm not stalling. You see something shiny. Julius, do you see, do you see that shining out there? Yeah, I thought it was just like tricking me, but I've seen it like five or six times. It kind of comes in between the trees. It looks like there's ticks out there. I wish we had Jeremy with us. You, you have his number, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cal starts texting Jeremy. Get him out uh, of here. Tell him meet, to bring off. Meet at Zeitgeist immediately, or ASAP with off. <laughs> It, uh, as you go to text, it says Jeremy, the intern, which I assume is what it is in your phone, uh, is notification. It just says uh, the intern. Notifications are currently turned off. Notify anyway. Hey, if I call him, does you it can go click, through that? You can click notify anyway. Oh, I click notify anyway. <laughs> Kel, what do you bet I could get this, uh, this stuffed Bigfoot in one of those holes? <laughs> Uh, $50? Julius positions the Bigfoot on his on his foot and like kind of eyes it and gives it a little kick trying to get it right into the hole. This is peak role playing. Roll athletics. Or if you have like a carnival skill. No, that's a 90. Well, that isn't going to do it. You did a lot of practice rolling before. Do you think that helped? I hurt. Damn. Can I push the... Push the roll. <laughs> uh, in order to push the roll, you'd have to risk like falling out the window. Oh, don't for the. That's a pass. Oh, <laughs> fucking idiot! <laughs> this would have been Zach, like so much an... of the story depends on your roommate. <laughs> oh, I would have killed you right now. I would have for doing that shit. I would have killed you right now. I've been happy with it. Uh, uh, 8d6 is what you would have rolled for, for damage. Fortunately, I passed. Uh, and so he flicks it off his foot, and it's not aimed correctly. Nope. And so but you, at the very end, he, re, he like leans out uh, the window and flicks it, and it goes into the hole. Do you, uh, you think that means something? Uh, well, that's one of the damnedest things I've ever seen. Beck, were you filming that? Uh, Beck, please, please, Beck. Please, please, <laughs> the Beck is in another corner, and it's a bunch of tables, <laughs> and he's kind of poking at them with his foot, and they all slide. I got a really good one over here. It was a table sliding, like there was something behind him or something kind of spooky. Like, it's a good shot, guys. Beck, you got to be careful to not make the news. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, I just thought we'd, like, spice it up a little. Like, nothing's really doing anything so far. Cal is looking at you like in astonishment and pride. He's like, you've, you've really learned a thing or two in your time here. Well, I mean, I learned it all from you guys. So You sounded like a producer. He gets a little bit sad, but he he's like, no, no, no. That's, that's Cal. Let's go see the shiny thing. Julius, you know, if I'm the head boss, if X makes me that, I can fire myself and hire you. Or we could be co-head bosses. I'm really reigniting my passion for news here, doing this kind of stuff, and 
Well, wouldn't you rather be with us than whoever the fuck they are? Ooh, yeah, I don't know the how that really works. Uh, never tried to like leave, but that's I mean that's good news. It's we can talk about it after we figure out whatever is going on here. Okay, hold up. I I might be. Uh, am I not following this? Wait, you could have because Tyfe. I and she kind of looks at Julius and grimaces and um. Well, you'll be the like lead producer. So, like, wouldn't Julius's role still just be I could open? just be what I am. Or we could bump you up one, and you essentially do the same thing. Oh, but I'm Stevie sorry. also does that, too. Whoa. Would you like to be a segment producer, Stevie? by being confused? That's amazing. <laughs> is that what you were asking for? Yes, that is what I was asking for. Wow. And, Beck, you're good where you are? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Cal's <laughs> <laughs> just, like, giving you a thumbs up and nodding when he says that. He's like... <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we've got a hey, we've got ourselves a news organization, people. Let's go do the news. Okay. And he starts clearing let's, the stairwell. Let's go do the news. <laughs> yeah, and as as you, everybody walks down, Cal lingers at the top and he sees he sees himself down on one knee. The air has like a fine mist, like a white haze in it. Um, <laughs> from all the coke, and you, and you see, yeah, and and Cal, you you do believe has not done any cocaine, but it's in his system, and with a courage he's never known, he's down on one knee right in front of uh, Virginia McIntyre. That's right, Virginia McIntyre. Would you make me the happiest newsman in the world? Would you be my wife? And she bursts into tears and gives him a big hug. And she says, yes, Cal, yes. I never thought you'd ask. I, you were so hesitant. Virginia, when I think about the rest of our life, nothing makes me want to hesitate. I want to start it right fucking now. And he, like, picks her up and walks her out of the restaurant. And the whole place is fucking cheering. And you see Cal, like, looking back and smiling on that. Uh, and he... Uh, he sniffs. Asks. He, he shouts, Julius, do you have... Any more of that energy drink? Uh, and heads on down the stairs. Oh, man. I don't want to be too weird, but like, that was cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> Do you have luck? Uh, uh, I should have used it if you already have it. Because you got it again. Got it again. Got it again. <laughs> I actually have uh, two scratches written down, so I don't know if that's happened before. <laughs> I should probably start spending my luck. <laughs> if you fail a roll, guys... Luck can help if it's appropriate. Just a quick reminder from your local luck council, Zach. Thank you. You're welcome. He shouts to the restaurant, I've got some news, everybody. We're getting married. <laughs> and take my breath away. <laughs> Swells like fucking crazy. Yo, she takes my breath and he, away. And he covers. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves enough money on the table to cover the bill, and then they go downstairs. <laughs> Julius <laughs> kicks open the door at the bottom of the zeitgeist. Back, back, did you get that? <laughs> that one I got. Hell yeah. And as you do so, the four of you walk confidently as a team across the grounds of the zeitgeist here on this misty dark, heavy summer night. 836 punched into the ground to the left of you. And in your direct path in your future now lies whatever it was that caught your eye. And as you continue approaching the edge of the woods, you see the glint of the tip of a very pristine and sharp shovel. The scariest gardening tool. Because it's a horror podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's a shovel! <laughs> no, no. Anything but that. Anything but a shovel. Is it like just stuck in the ground or... It's just laying on the ground and it looks like it's been covered purposely by some randomly assorted shrubbery and foliage. I could use a disguise roll to see that <laughs> the earth is disguised. 
<laughs> around uh, the shovel. Yeah, it very much is. You can just uh, very clear. Uh, I mean, you can roll for that if you want, but you can very clearly tell that yes, it was disguised, it was uh, hidden, it was it was purposefully. Done. Yeah, and therefore the most obvious and clever way to unhide or disguise it mm. to remove the stuff on top of it. The shovel now, uh, with the foliage removed, uh, you can just see it is an extremely clean, pristine, clean, and sharp shovel. Look, guys, I undisguised the shovel. A shovel like that <laughs> looks really valuable. Maybe someone carved their name into it. <laughs> it's a thought. <laughs> and he chucks it at Julius. Julius <laughs> Take a look. grabs the shovel and really thoroughly inspects that shovel. Well, let's see. Uh, what would you like to roll to see if there's a name on this shovel? <laughs> I'm <not> Reading. <laughs> <laughs> How about alertness? I'll give you a search. Pass 40 on a 70. Okay, absolutely. As you search around uh, this shovel, you see that uh, it's actually got a um, like a cover, like a tip on the end of it for nice gripping on that side. But as you peel it back a little bit, you see etched into the wood the name Dr. Brock Hargrave. Do you guys, uh, you know who Brock Hargrave is? Dr. Park, Park Hargrave? Son of a bitch. Dr. Brock Hargrave? I've interviewed him a dozen times. What kind of doctor is he? Surgeon? He's, uh, no, uh, of, of... I don't really like doctors. Archaeology or, or anthropology? Oh, uh, like a, uh, one of those doctors. Yeah, but he's like a real, you know, he's not like one of those boring dinosaur nerds. He's like a real Indiana Jones type. <laughs> I've watched he, all his YouTubes. He, he <laughs> makes for some Good news. We should try to get him on the network. Is he from here? Yeah, I believe he's from the city originally, but um, he's been globetrotting for the last Wait, 30 so years. Wait, so if he was, he's an archaeologist, he's digging around here, what? Is there dinosaurs? Dinosaur bones? No, I, again, like I said, he's not that kind of archaeologist, but... Indiana, okay, yeah. But he's digging for something. But this is a good lead. This is a yeah. really good... We could follow up on this. Julius is onto something there. That, that Indiana Jones should totally do... Dinos. A dino movie. <laughs> so if he's not digging for dinosaurs, what else? A treasure? A rock? Could it just be a rock? He likes weird rocks. Hmm. Well, anyway, I'll text him. Maybe I can set up an interview tomorrow. <laughs> and Cal, Cal like, uh, texts out, Hey, Doc, been a while. Meet at the foundry for lunch tomorrow? Oh, cool. <laughs> Zach's like, worlds collide, but they're my own. This is getting a little uh, weird. <laughs> I mean, we haven't done this before because like all of our side stuff has always been side stuff. Si very side stuff. And this is uh, like your girlfriend. <laughs> Taylor? That's your ex-girlfriend. Whoa. Whoa. Rip Scott Ackerman. Aw. He, he died so old. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm the best. Or, you know, the, the live shows when Jason keeps joking about him being like 64. And he's like, it's it's too close that it hurts. Like, <laughs> well, you guys are still out here, so I guess uh, roll another shirt. <laughs> Roll another what? Search. Sorry, I got a little slurry with it. It's a piece. I roll another search. I passed also. 12 on a 40. Cal fails. 61 on a 60. I flipped on the night vision. Nice. And Joyce <laughs> pulls Squints. out his night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> Cal pulls out his readers, but they don't help. <laughs> uh, and Julius has trained himself to see in the dark <laughs> <laughs> aka looking over Beck's shoulder in the viewfinder <laughs> uh, the two of you notice wait what's that a little ziploc bag it looks like a little ziploc bag it's been like, like for ham sandwiches trampled underfoot 
and has made its way into the ground, becoming one with kind of the the grass and the and the flowers and the weeds that surround it. But it doesn't look like it's been here for a long time. Just that it got stepped on a, a few times and is is now stuck and obscured from most people's sight. Hey Stevie, you were always you're picking up my trash. There's trash. See what it is. Whoa. Yeah, Julius. that was weird, man. They're always picking up my energy drinks. I figure they just like trash. They're looking out for the environment. But that's no way to talk about your junior segment producer. Yeah. Oh, hey. This is not the kind of workplace we're trying to foster here. Yeah, this could be a learning moment for you. Yeah, Julius. I don't know how you do things in the X-Files, Julius. Julius kind but of That's s- not going to fly at the new can. And goes and picks up the <laughs> piece of trash. <laughs> uh, well, when you go and pick up the piece of trash, I need you to roll uh, grit. Pa- uh, not pass. Fail. <laughs> I guess uh, if you guys, Thomas and Joe, could leave the room for Una Memento, that would be good. Dude, I had blood drawn and there's a big old bruise. Oh, snap. Why'd you have blood drawn? I just had a doctor's appointment. Oh. Physical thing. I don't do that. I should do that. <laughs> Paid 15 bucks with my insurance. I finally have insurance and I'm afraid to use it because I am scared of how it works. <laughs> they don't tell you how. You got to just go figure it out. <laughs> it's, it seems like a nightmare and I'm scared about it. And I, I, I'm busy. I'm too busy. Plus, sure. nothing. probably nothing's wrong with you. Oh, I can keep telling myself that if I don't go. What happens when, I, when Julius picks this Ziploc bag up? Dude, the smell is overwhelming. You pick up just the slightest hint of some sort of saline, salty, oceany, and then all of a sudden it's overwhelming. And it's all you can smell and you're just back in that moment, seeing that entity, that thing, that wet energy. A voice. You can come back. Yeah, lose one grip. <laughs> Why? Why would you do cold water? I just flipped it on, man. I wasn't thinking. I was trying to get it done. I only wash my hands with warm water. I wasn't paying enough attention to until then to realize what you're talking about, and I thought you meant like heated water in the toilet bowl. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! We have the height of luxury. <laughs> Just you in case, our, our splash, our splashback <laughs> is warm. If you drop a deuce in there, that's real heavy, and it <laughs> and splashes it perfectly up, splashes right into your it's asshole. Not gonna be unpleasantly cool. It's gonna be <laughs> soothingly warm. <laughs> Whoa! I did, <laughs> I did it with a little bit of water. It's wild. Yeah, and he's back, back again. Joey's, Joey's back. back. Tell, Tell a friend. friend. Hey, Luke, Joe's back. Aw. <laughs> you took my friend. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> Joe. Hey, Joe. You're back. Nice. Ah! Yeah, Julius Summers lets out a rip-roaring scream in the night and the thick, heavy fog surrounding everyone. With this blood-curdling scream, something tingles on the back of your necks you have a weird feeling like you're um in a graveyard at night it's probably all the mist and holes beck whips the camera around to julius that bag's got something that bag's got god in it it's got something to do with god hey beck i smelled god beck we're on a mission from god the blues brothers (gasps) yeah (laughs) yeah we were just listening to it yeah (laughs) Julius, what what did you see in there? It's the same smell I smelled in Grover's Gorge. It's, it's just, it's what God smells like, and I, as soon as I touched it, I just, that's all I could even feel. What does God smell like? Like salt water, like just, it's like f- just fucking 
nasty sea water and it just takes over. I can't think about anything except the smell. Beck zooms in on the bag. Are you holding it still or is it on the ground? Up to you. He let go of it as soon as he could. Beck zooms in on it on the ground. Does he see anything? There's a little dark waxy substance as you zoom in closer it's it's like on it's on the outside of the bag and you see that the ziplock is like turned inside out i think it got turned inside out to get eaten does it look like somebody took a bite out of it julius if you're saying that smells like god whatever the fuck that means i don't think we should touch it the last guy that we saw come in contact with the god thing is now ripping holes throughout the world I mean, that's the clue. We should probably bag it up. Somehow safe. Stevie pulls a uh, another Ziploc bag. Stevie, God, God is in your brother, and I smelled God. Maybe if you touch it, you'll talk to him, or uh, you got a better relationship than I do. Uh, Stevie, I'm going to advise you against that, but he is your brother, so. <laughs> no, their eyes are huge, and they're just looking at you, and you say advise against that. They're just like, yes, like nodding, <laughs> like absolutely nodding, like you're right. No, 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 he's your brother, and I don't want to get between family, but. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and so they, I guess you don't want to find your brother. They, uh, <laughs> Can I roll a persuade? <laughs> they take the bag that's inside out and put it inside a clean Ziploc. They kind of take a quick smell and their face just like goes somewhere else for a second and then they close it. Yeah. You alright? You still with us? They're looking at Julius. Do you smell it? Yeah. Whoa. Julius like eyeballs the bag again. Well, now I want to see what God smells like. Give it here. Beck, hold on. Don't be so rash. You've got to film me smelling it first. Suddenly, Cal's little hearing aid, is, it's discreet. You've not noticed it before. <laughs> He's a vain man, but it starts ringing like crazy, and he, he hones in on the source of this this signal. Or are you trying to get us to decipher a code? It's deciphering a code, for okay, sure. Okay, never mind. <laughs> the same thing happens to his eye implant. <laughs> and it's all my-